Faith, Hope and Love, episode 391, the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C. Hello, my name's Father Paul Kelly, and this weekend, the weekend of the 12th and 13th of November, is the 25th anniversary of my ordination to priesthood. It's hard to believe that it's 25 years since that ordination, and this Mass, I give thanks to God for the many blessings that God has given me during these 25 years, all the beautiful people I've gotten to work with, and to uh, allow me to be a small part of God's work for the kingdom. And I give thanks particularly for my parents, my mother and father. I pray for God's blessing upon my mother, Patricia, for health and uh, joy, and also uh, for my father who's now in heaven. May he be smiling upon us from his heavenly banquet feast table. And I've given thanks for family and friends, my brothers and sister and their families, and all the people I've worked with, mentors, uh, my uncle, Father Clem, and all the wonderful priests, religious and lay people that I've had the honour to serve with and work with. And uh, I ask for God's continued blessing upon my ministry. Anything uh, good that we achieve is through God's wonderful grace. So in this Mass, I give sincere and heartfelt thanks for 25 years of service and ask the Lord, if it be his will, that I continue to serve him my whole life. It is what is inside that counts. That could be one of the themes that jumps up from this weekend's scriptures. Our Lord, who is God made flesh, was born into this world to usher in the kingdom of God. He did and said many things in the furtherance of this kingdom. But each and every action he did was an expression and a consequence of who he is, his nature as God, as a concrete exposition of the values of God in action. Our Lord, today in the readings, warns his disciples, yes, the ornaments and worship of God's temple in Jerusalem is superb, but this beauty is merely a shadow of the inner significance of God who lives with his people. It's God within that matters. And in any case, he warns them that this outer fabric of the temple will be torn down and destroyed, but the inner reality of God's abiding presence with his people never ends, no matter what happens. Amidst the shocks and tragedies around every corner of this uncertain life, if we stay firmly focused and connected to the inner reality of Christ in all things, we will stand strong no matter what happens. This is Faith, Hope and Love. said, I think thoughts of peace and not of affliction. You will call upon me, 
and I will answer you, and I will lead back your captives from every place. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Goodness and kindness to all on this 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year C, for this time of listening to God's Word. As we begin the Holy Eucharist, let us acknowledge our sinfulness so as to worthily celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, our Lord our God, the constant gladness of being devoted to you. For it is full and lasting happiness to serve with constancy the author of all that is good, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Malachi. See, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that comes shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who revere my name, 
the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. The Word of the Lord The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music, with trumpets and the sounds of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands, and the hills ring out their joy at the presence of the Lord. For the Lord comes, comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice, and the peoples with fairness. The Lord comes to rule the earth with justice. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you, and we did not eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labour we worked night and day so that we might not burden any of you. This was not because we do not have that right, but in order to give you an example to imitate. For even when we were with you, we gave you this command. Anyone unwilling to work should not eat. For we hear that some of you are living in idleness, mere busybodies, not doing any work. Now such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Lift up your heads and see, your redemption is near at hand. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another, all will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be, and what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And Jesus said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. 
for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then Jesus said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defence in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed, even by parents, by brothers and sisters, and by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance you will gain your souls. The Gospel of the Lord The scene in the Gospel today is really shocking. Some people were rightly admiring the beauty of the superb Temple of God in Jerusalem, loved by the people of Israel, only for Jesus to reply to their horror, there will come a day when not one stone will be left lying on another. What an horrific thought, but that's just how shocking were these words to the listeners. And when the temple did indeed lie in ruins, as predicted by Christ, after the Roman armies destroyed it, the people felt utterly lost, as if their soul had been pulled out from inside them. It must have seemed like the end of the world had come. Two thousand years later, after the temple was destroyed, people still weep at the small part of the temple wall that has been rebuilt, endlessly mourning its loss. The Gospel today shines its insightful light upon the massive efforts we put into building up a vision only for it to somehow be torn down by circumstances, whether it's by natural disaster or accident or even by the negligence or even malice of others. It's timely to think of the things like this, as our Lord warns us to put our efforts into building up that which lasts forever that which can never be touched or torn down. This weekend, Jesus warns his disciples that there are tough, stormy times ahead for all who follow him, and in fact the wider community, including the Jewish people of Israel in his time. But in the midst of this, he still offers hope. Don't be fooled, the end has not come. Even if it feels like it, the end has not arrived. He rightly predicted that there would be wars and natural disasters, and many of them. Many which would shake the foundations of society and frighten people. But in the midst of all of these things, he calls us to remain resolute and keep focusing on the gospel. In all of this, he says, don't be shaken. Do not be thrown by the tumult around you. Keep on working diligently without hesitation. Keep witnessing to the truth of my message. I will be with you. I will be faithful to you. Even if following me causes persecution 
and sadly for some, breakups in the closest of relationships, in ordinary family or social relations. But again, this is an invitation to think and pray carefully about what we're putting our energies into. What are we building? Because some buildings, in fact most buildings, will not last forever. And even the ones that are intended to last forever don't. Jesus is not just talking about physical buildings, of course. What we're putting all our hopes and dreams and energy into is also building up something. Because there may be a time when exactly that which is the object of all our time, all our effort and energy, could be knocked down, whether by accident or design. So Jesus implores us to put our energies and priorities into his kingdom and its values that can never be torn down. The reason that the early Christians endured such persecution, such horrors, and kept faithful was that they knew Jesus. They had met him, the early disciples. They had walked with him. They'd eaten with him. They had been touched by his preaching and his ministry. And then those who had met Jesus talked about Jesus to those who hadn't. So they would willingly go to their deaths for what they knew their Lord stood for and it was on solid ground. There is one thing that's quite certain. We will not be left standing unless we connect ourselves, unless we throw a rope around God and really tie ourselves to the one true spiritual building that does endure forever, Christ, the foundation stone and fortress. We need to daily deepen our knowledge and love of the person and message of Jesus to deeply allow our Lord to immerse us in his heart and mind so that we might catch on fire with his person, his message and values. And let us reflect often, opening ourselves up to this spiritual question about what are our real priorities and choices? What are we building? Are we building something so closely connected to Christ's gospel that it truly can never be torn down? The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In humility we pray for all our needs. For the whole Church. May we all work together to build Christ's kingdom in faith and hope. Lord, hear us. For civil authorities, 
may they make it possible for us to live peaceful lives. Lord, hear us. For those who are burdened with anxiety and depression, may Christ give them strength to persevere. Lord, hear us. For those who are without work, may they be given the chance to retrain, to learn new skills, or to use their experience in new ways. Lord, hear us. For our faithful departed who have died, may they find rest, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. We know you hear us, God of justice. You are present in our world and in our lives. Help us to build a world of justice and peace. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that what we offer in the sight of your majesty may obtain for us the grace of being devoted to you and gain us the prize of everlasting happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall 
might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, Ken and Tim, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. To be near God is my happiness, to place my hope in God the Lord. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We have partaken of the gifts of this sacred mystery, humbly imploring, O Lord, that what your Son commanded us to do in memory of him may bring us growth in charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this very special time of prayer and reflection. And I hope God blesses you with this wonderful week to come. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Yeah, yeah.